Hi, this is Babette with another musing from the holder on the right. Well, we're getting ready to head into 2019 and I just want to unfortunately close out this year. But with this little topic here, it's not lighthearted. It's not one of those, um, you know, sentimental uh, type of podcasts, but it's one that I'm seeing recently being discussed again. Um, This time on social media, again, which is a much broader platform than where it was discussed more in personal circles, whether it was at school or at work or at a family gathering or something like that um, in person. Because, yes, we do have the Internet with many social media platforms. And I've been seeing more of this on Facebook recently. And what I'm talking about literally is colorism. Colorism with a little bit of uh, interracial um aspects thrown in there. I know recently there was some article out about, um, I believe it was a pastor who encourages black women to date outside of their race circle. Well, interesting that it's a pastor doing that. Um, but it's not a new topic. But for some reason, um, as of recent, not just because of the article, I still see individuals posting and as is their right everyone's entitled to their own opinions and views and thoughts freedom of speech I highly definitely encourage that but I find it interesting when it comes from another black person or african-american if you prefer and they're still stuck on skin tone especially that you know and that's called more colorism when you're talking about you know whether someone's light skin or dark skin or every shade in between and whether or not they have the right to say this or consider themselves that or what a woo skip you know what a woo skip there's a word for you <laughs> one of my favorite terms but whether or not they have the right to even have an opinion or whether they are affected by, you know, discrimination or so forth based on their skin tone. So um, those are interesting topics and dialogues. But yet I also see colorism can be used in, in a very demeaning, mocking and direct derogatory manner. And you can talk about it in pop culture and how it's used in entertainment world and whether or not someone gets advantages based on their skin tone or not. And everyone from each side has a different opinion or view. And then, of course, then we sag into interracial relationships and um, biracialness and so forth. And oh, my gosh, it's 2018 people. The most astounding part to me is the fact that colorism, especially if I'm happening to happen to partake in the thread and trust me, I haven't done it in years. I basically now, for the most part, will just scroll on by, you know, it's one of those things I I scroll by when I see these uh, postings go up and boy, you want to talk about uh, sensationalism. If you want a lot of comments and replies, post one, try it yourself. I just typically scroll on by, but I don't forget the time that I was told by someone I wasn't black enough anyways. <laughs> and I've had some friends or, or acquaintances, I should say, myself on social media or here in person I've met that had told me they've had the same thing. And, and interesting enough, by others who were told that they were too dark. So it does work both ways. I mean, we don't win. We don't get anywhere 
by the way, what colorism. I personally believe too that sometimes this is why others don't take our cries and calls for unities for issues and the struggle too serious because they see all this. And um, kind of does make one start to wonder. I think I had someone tell me once they have to, you know, ask or litmus, are they the right shade to be a part in the battle cry? That is very shameful and ridiculous, in my opinion. I mean, the only time that I might find that I might have some thoughts on an interrelationship is what I call interpolitical, such as a Republican and Democrat friends of mine dating or getting married. I'm like, how does that work? And especially if they're both very passionate about their political parties and and active within them, you know, but somehow they make it work. I'm of the mind, hey, if Sean King can overcome and he's now the head of a multimedia platform, which, by the way, the name of it is from Frederick Douglass's own publication, The North Star. Why is it that we can't overcome the struggle with colorism? Can someone tell me why? I mean, seriously, I'm just asking. And by the, while we're on this topic, I have to tell you, one of the most interesting times I've ever seen on social media in black unity, and trust me, colorism was not even a thought or a factor, was due to one of the biggest blunders, in my opinion, on a social media site, especially one of the top three sites, which is Twitter. Uh, this happened either when Trump either was just became president or he was the nominee. It was somewhere in there. I, forgive me for not exact time frame, but I remember the incidents very well. And the mistake was made by Yahoo News. And if anyone listening to this podcast has started to chuckle, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And the reason why you're chuckling, trust me, I even understand it. Yahoo News put up a tweet saying Trump wants a bigger Navy. Well, that's actually what it should have said. There was a typo. And instead of a B in front of bigger, there was an N, which now made it a, a racist derogatory slur. Well, this was during the height too of Black Lives Matter and, and their protests and so forth. So you can only imagine where this could have went, could have, but it didn't. Up sprang this hashtag and it was in and navy is one of them and for decency's sake on the podcast we'll just go with that and if you went into the hashtag which i did jumped right up in there you found that instead of the you know shut down yahoo news protest yahoo news go after sponsors and so forth no it became one of the most hilarious hashtags and what blacks all over did was they took that headline and they had fun with it that's right fun not mocking yahoo but just the the headline typo which they clearly recognized it for and it became jokes about you know if it if there was such a navy we would have the most pimped out vessels in the fleet or you know people at the morning stretch would be done to the Harlem shuffle for the warm-up I mean just jokes in general making fun of what this black navy all navy would look like 
Um, so there you go. There you have it. And to honestly, to tell you the truth, I, I have to say it was, it was an entertaining, yet it was one of those moments where I said to myself, this is beautiful. Because like I said, it was during a very explosive time, a time of torment, a time of, you know, people protesting, whether, you know, your opinion was their protests were justified or not. And a time when there was a lot of counter rebuttals and back and forth and not just on the issue, but regarding race. So there you have it. If we can overcome a typo, can we overcome colorism? That's all I ask. I want to wish everyone a safe and very happy New Year's and look forward to more podcasts in January and 2019.